Welcome to How I Do Content. I'm your host, content strategist and coach, Taryn Bolt. I'm here to help you shine through all the content you create and in doing so, turn your online community into raving fans and adoring clients who want to invest their hard-earned dollars in your offers. In this podcast, I'll be sharing all of my content creation spells that have helped me build a fully booked business and connect with my community, as well as support my clients to generate multi-five-figure launches, grow sustainable businesses, and create a life they truly love, minus the content struggle. Even though I haven't received my official Hogwarts acceptance letter, I'm a self-confessed content wizard. So if you're ready to create your own magic content in a way that is simple, fun and authentic to you and that helps you show up consistently and attract, engage and connect with your dream clients, then you're in the right place. It's so possible to feel confident, empowered and inspired when it comes to creating content in your business. Let's do this together. If you're a long-time listener of the How I Do Content podcast, you know I love a plan. In fact, If you've listened to any of the episodes that have the words three things or three tips or three strategies in the title, it's a safe bet that one of those things involves a plan or a strategy. But all jokes aside, the reason I've been able to build a six-figure business, make sales from every offer I've launched, attract Beyonce-level clients on repeat, and maintain this high level of consistency is because I always have a plan. A long-term plan, a short-term plan, a launch plan, a marketing plan, a Black Friday plan. Me and planning is kind of like me and Ned, a package deal and better together. Last week, I shared how I'm planning my Black Friday launch this year. And on today's episode of the How I Do Content podcast, I'm sharing how I'm planning my Q4. Now, you might be thinking, Taryn, it's well into October and Q4. Aren't you a bit late to the party? Hell no. It's never too late to do a bit of planning and the process I'm about to share with you is the exact planning process I go through every quarter and it keeps me on track and clear on what I need to focus on in my business to hit my goals. You know I also love a good repeatable process. So today's episode will support you both now and in the future. Now, if you haven't planned out your Q4 yet, firstly, don't panic. Secondly, it's not too late to plan it. And look, I know this year has been interesting to say the least, and it might be super tempting with Christmas and New Year fast approaching to slip into wind down mode, to start thinking about your holidays and just wait until next year to plan and take action. But 2023 is not done yet. Q4 is one of the best times to make sales and set yourself up for a great start to the next year. I'm already booking in clients well into 2024 and it's my goal to lock in as much income as possible before I close my laptop in mid-December. And this planning process doesn't have to take a long time to do either. Block out an hour of your time this week to map out your Q4 plans. You'll thank me for it. So here's my planning process. 
Step one, review the previous quarter. Don't skip this step. The best decisions are made from looking at the data first. Look at your finances, both income and expenses, your marketing, such as audience growth, performance of different channels, and your most engaged content. Look at your sales, your conversion rates, your leads, your main objections, and look at your offers, your best sellers, the cost of delivery, and potential upsells. Use the data to look at them objectively. What worked well and what didn't? Because sometimes it's easy to go straight into nothing is working. But when you sit down and look everything over, you might be surprised with what you find. There's always an opportunity to learn, to tweak and to evolve. The end of a quarter and the start of another is a great time to also do a bit of a check-in with your community. So do a bit of market research to get some insight into how they're feeling, what they're planning and what they want from you going forward. Now, based on my Q3 review, I made the decision to run the money-making marketing Kickstarter for another round at the start of next year. It wasn't what I'd intended, but based on conversations I had during my launch and how much I'm enjoying running the program, I decided why the hell not? So if you missed out on this round and want to start 2024 with a spark of marketing magic, sign up to the waitlist for first access and exclusive waitlist only bonuses. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so step number two of my planning process is to set your Q4 goal. When the 31st of December comes around, what do you want to have happened in your life and business? Now, I encourage you to pick a revenue goal because it does make your planning process and your strategy easier to implement because you have a clear goal to work towards. But your goals may also look like calling in more support in your business, such as a virtual assistant, a bookkeeper, or a business coach. It might look like hiring help in your home, such as a cleaner, a chef, a nanny. It might look like working less hours or booking five podcast interviews or creating and launching a new lead magnet or even launching a podcast. My goal for Q4 is to make an additional $50,000 cash in my business so I can save more money to buy a house for Ned and I and a potential sister for Ned. Now, step three of my planning process is to decide the offer or offers to sell. If you have set yourself a revenue goal, what are you selling to make it happen? Go ahead and identify the offers you plan to sell in Q4 and the start of 2024. And don't forget to take into consideration your plans for the promotional periods such as Black Friday and Cyber Monday, Boxing Day, and the end of the year. In my business, I'm currently filling the last few spots in my one-on-one series. Then in November, my focus will be my Black Friday offers and I'll round out the year focused on Kickstarter enrollments for next year. Now, the reason I'm able to switch it up quite quickly and sell different offers one after the other 
and sometimes at the same time is because I've mastered the art of selling one offer really fucking well first and my messaging and my marketing is always a top priority in my business. Okay, so step four of my planning process is to map out your marketing. So when I'm mapping out my marketing, I always start with my messaging, how I'm positioning my offers and communicating to my community why this offer, why me, and why now. This will guide the type of marketing I create from there. So your messaging really fucking matters, especially at this time of the year when loads of businesses are also selling the shit out of their offers. So I recommend you do a little brain dump of the following questions. What's the current reality of your ideal clients or customers? What are they navigating, feeling or experiencing, especially at this time of the year? And what do they desire instead? If they could wave a magic wand, what would their life or business look like? How does your offer help them get from where they are now to where they want to be? And finally, why are you the wizard to guide them to where they want to be? So once I have got clear on those answers for my messaging, then I think about my number one marketing channel, this podcast. I plan episodes around my chosen messaging and the offers I'm selling. And at this time of the year, I also have to factor in when the podcast ends for this year, when it starts again next year, and what my team is planning in terms of their holidays. So making sure that's mapped out first, and then looking at what other supporting marketing I need to create around the podcast. And for my business, that's email and Instagram content. My Instagram content remains pretty consistent in terms of frequency throughout the year, I'm pretty good at maintaining three to four posts per week and daily stories. And in terms of my emails, I do send more emails during a launch period, but this is nothing new for me. So step five of my planning process is a coach check. I usually get feedback from my coach throughout this whole process, but I use our monthly one-on-one coaching calls to really flesh out the finer details of my strategy, my offers, my messaging, my marketing, and my launches, and get a second set of eyes and a second biz brain to highlight any gaps or opportunities. This is to make sure I'm always looking at the big picture and the current focus. So I like to start our session with an overall check-in with how the business is tracking, what's happening in my community and how I'm feeling before we zoom in and look at launch dates and pricing and content topics. This helps me hit my short-term goals and continue to grow my business each and every year. Now, despite a few wobbly moments this year, or more than a few, I'm on track to have my best year yet. And I believe this is because I always look at the big picture and then zoom back in to make sure what I'm doing right now supports that long-term vision. So again, I'm looking at Q4, but thinking about the whole year vision as well. It also helps that I've been working with my coach for well over four years. So she gets me and my business and is always thinking of ways in which 
I can grow and scale my business. And I feel the exact same way about my clients and their businesses. And all that's left in my planning process is to take action, which is sometimes the hardest step, right? But you've got a clear plan, so use that to help guide you. It also helps if you have a business coach or some biz besties who can hold you accountable and cheer you on. And hey, come on over to Instagram and share your Q4 goals with me and I'll cheer you on too. So there you have it, my Q4 planning process that you can use to stay on track and hit your goals for this quarter. And that's it for today's episode of the How I Do Content podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, I'd love it if you could hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star written review. And until next time, say hi to your dog for me.